episode 26, July 10th, 2023, driving out of Driggs, Idaho, towards uh, Grand Teton Park for Grand Teton, second Grand Teton of the season. I'm fully in the uh, Teton summer rhythm call it a grind, but I just have this one Grand Teton left of this binge before three weeks off, so it's not really that much of a grind, uh, building in the, the time off. Um, I have been on the go, on the on the clock a great deal in the last three weeks. Uh, it's a lot of Teton work and work-related time, um, but it all, all adds up to just two Grand Tetons so far. There have been years where by this time, I've done four or five, so it's not as frantic as, as some, or not as, not, not frantic, but it's always a level of franticness, especially with this drive, but it's not as busy, nor as long a season as I've done in the past, uh, but it's still, it's, it's hot days of rock climbing instruction and long walks up and down Garnet Canyon early mornings here and there and all while trying to trying to live life uh, I'm training for rock climbing which feels good and cool and productive uh, maybe maybe rock climbing as, as well as I have in the past or at least getting close with the, with the prospect of attaining that or maybe even surpassing my capacity of the past neat feeling uh, and of course family time as it as it fits this upcoming three week this upcoming three week vacation is, is fully family immersive uh, which is really really exciting um, yeah so that's the that's the life update the the few chill moments I'm getting amidst the summer work agenda I uh, have been at the water uh, just down the street from our house in Driggs is a cobbly little beach on, on Teton Creek and this time of year Teton Creek runs with water I just drove over it as I said that it doesn't always run it doesn't run all summer the irrigation canals divert water later on the summer but right now it's running and it is very cold and it's a very refreshing uh place to to sit in the water and and soak tired legs and swollen feet um and little charlie likes it a lot to sit there and throw rocks in the creek and it's it's in the midst of town there's houses within you know dozens of yards but there's a it's one little spot as a nature, natural, you know, a little, little enclave of nature in the midst of town. Not that I lack for nature in any way, but uh, my what I'm getting at here is that it's alongside water is, is very, very relaxing. And we all know this. This isn't, I'm not the first to, to realize this. But what I am realizing is that I, I don't have any water sport aspirations in my life I, I like the idea of whitewater kayaking and the idea of long distance swimming and uh, 
the idea of wilderness river trips the idea of ocean sports for that matter but I'm not a not a enthusiastic practitioner of those uh, for a variety of reasons but one of the as I look back at decades now of chasing outdoor adventure athletics uh, there's a, a surprising lack of water sports and maybe one of the reasons is that I like keeping water time for as chill time it's a, it's an easy trigger it's a, you know I get near water and it's just automatically chill it's not not trying to learn something not trying to push something it's all my water time for years now has been some sort of relaxation and that's a just a great welcome uh, relationship with the water this time of year I, I often think of early much earlier in my guiding career I was living in Bishop California and the my my, my first years of guiding were, were very athletic logistically demanding wilderness uh, alpine rock climbing trips of you know fairly intense trips of one to five days long uh, high exertion learning a lot about guiding and the mountains and those mountains in particular and the people side of guiding it is very very immersive and intense uh Overnight trips are, are especially intense, and shorter overnight trips are actually even more intense than the long ones because of the the the, the stakes. You know, you got to fit more into the into a shorter time frame, and you might have multiple objectives in a single weekend. Or as longer trips seem seem to be a little more gently paced, especially socially and logistically. Uh, so it was it was quite demanding and. And I didn't have a, a, a real obvious, easy, chill habit developed. And the coincidence, not, 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 not fully intentionally, the, well, what, what I ended up, where I ended up finding the most relaxation between gigs was on uh, the, the canals, the irrigation canals outside of Bishop, uh, going water skiing actually I bought cheapo water skis at a thrift store for 10 bucks and an old piece of climbing rope and the car to tow water skiers tow each other there's the canals there have a, a dirt road right alongside and you could we could tow each other water skiing on the canals and it was the canals are kind of grungy and green you know filled with seaweed uh the roads are dusty, so you'd, you'd be water skiing with d getting dust in your eyes from the car that's towing you. But it was the perfect antidote to to the to the mountain stressors of the time. And the water is the common common theme here. And I just really appreciate that. I'm appreciating that now. There are last night's visit to the to the creek was somewhat physiologically motivated. Uh, the, the soaking in the cold is is of great value we're 
collectively learning that more and more. Uh, I've long sat in icy cold creeks after big mountain missions as a recovery tactic, and, and science is validating that more and more as time goes by. Uh, but the real value was just sitting there with Charlie, chilling out in a, in a quiet, simple, safe, uh, natural environment. And water provides that for, for me and for so many of us. I, like I said, this is not a revolutionary idea by any means. Um, but it, it, I'm, I'm feeling it, especially right now. I'm valuing that recovery mentally and physically 